0: Hey, what's going on it's Quinn David Furness welcome to my show Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown podcast for Saturday May 20th 2023 what's going on how are you what's happening it's been a while it's been 10 days since our last show came out I, I remember last last time we, we when I recorded it was Wednesday and I said oh you know we'll release this on Friday or something and then by the time I actually got around to SoundCloud, I totally forgot to delay the release, so it just came out on Wednesday. So it's been a, it's been a hot second <laughs> since we joined you. We're coming to you live on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, uh, 59 degrees and sunny here on the north side of Chicago, where we're we are one of the top 500 podcasts. Uh, in this region, in this uh, city block Hello to all of our friends in Pakistan Thank you for being here The 112th ranked comedy podcast In the Islamic Republic of Pakistan I want to mention here before I forget That listener discretion is advised When you're listening to the Bean Town Podcast Number one will occasionally use some language Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible And if you couldn't tell already it, Things are a little rough over here I don't know if we're dealing with uh, just bad allergies, your common cold, COVID, um, hypoglycemia. Not sure what the issue is, but ever since probably Tuesday or Wednesday, post-nasal drip. And so a pretty bad sore throat the last day or two. One of those things where, you know, it's it's like as you get going... uh, I say that as much, <clears throat> if you eat, you drink, you're, you know, it's okay, which is great news because this is a show that's all about, t- or when that man, when I wake up in the morning the last couple of days, it is just like. Uh, shards of glass so taking it one day at a time here trying to take things slow it's kind of a bummer it's a beautiful day outside I did go for a run uh, just kind of a short little jog this morning Uh, but you know I I wish I could spend a little bit more time outside but I'm just you know if it's allergies I don't want to exacerbate that there's a good word for you and uh, just I don't know kind of tired was out way later than I usually am I'm not out usually very late on a Friday night I ended up going and hanging out with some friends, um, and you know we weren't doing anything crazy, but I probably didn't get back till one o'clock or so. And yesterday was just one of those super long days where you start working at seven a.m. Basically, running an event. Uh, I'm used to being home on Fridays, and we I was downtown all day running an event, so uh, just a busy busy day and, and kinda tough to do that when you're feeling under the weather. So we're gonna <laughs> keep this one relatively brief, which I know is kind of the oldest trick in the Beantown playbook, but I gotta tell you here, I'm just uh I, I I'm not feeling particularly inspired today. I am I'm, I'm, I'm man, I tell you what, falling apart. And it all started four weeks ago. I think it was four weeks ago. Yeah. In the uh Grand Oasis Cancun Beach Club. My spirits were so high. I was so optimistic. It was our first full day there, getting some sun. We're in the the beach club, so Rachel's in kind of this shallow pool. I had gone out to get us some cool bevs. I'm walking back, and she's on the other side of this kind of shallow pool from where you enter the stairs. And so I'm walking to her, you know, all excited, full of life. And she tried to warn me, but it was too late because I was just trucking. TRUCKIN and uh <clears throat> i was i was just trucking, and there's there's this bar that you could like sit on not like not like a metal bar but like a you know a raised kind of platform if you will right in the middle of the pool and uh there was no marking no warning or anything so i just go right into it i slam my left shin right into it and yeah it's been pretty gnarly i think we're <clears throat> we're now down to maybe about Just less than an inch of actual wound. It was a lot bigger than that to start. So it's slowly healing one day at a time. The other day I banged my other shin, actually kind of like my upper leg, off to the side a little bit by the knee um, on our coffee table, which is slightly more forgiving than the old wood Ikea one I have. This one's metal, but still I caught it in a bad spot. So that's hurting. You know, a, cut, a kind of a minor cut, probably an inch long, nothing too wild, but kind of painful. And then I got this whole sickness stuff going on, which is just kind of a bummer. Uh, what else? I was running this morning, and this hap- This has happened to me a couple of times. Um, <clears throat> I got a, you know, I, I've had kind of the, this cold, this allergies, whatever it is. So you're constantly sniffling <laughs> a little bit. There's always some some stuff you can <clears throat> spit out or, or blow out of your nose, whatever you need to do. And so I did that thankfully right at the end of my run. Well, I'd been doing it all, you know, the whole run four or five miles or whatever it was. And then I was, it was just kind of barely paying attention all of a sudden as I'm doing my whatever they call it, the Bohemian blow or something. That sounds like a sex act. Uh, I I noticed that the, uh, the color, Of What's coming out of my nostril is not that nice clear action you're looking for, but a a nice dark uh, burgundy, if you will, crimson. It made sense. I had just seen a, a cardinal on the street just moments before. I thought, oh, that's cool. It's a beautiful shade of red. You don't really get to see that very often. Even though the cardinal is the state bird of Illinois, I feel like you don't see that many of them in Chicago just casually on the street. It's mostly just kind of regular birds, and then geese, ducks, seagulls, that sort of thing. And next thing you know, I got blood pouring out of my nose. So that was that was fun. There was one time when I lived on Diversity where I ran a half marathon. It was a super windy day, one of those kind of spring days where it's super sunny but also super windy, and you can't tell if you're going to be too hot, too cold. Anyways, I did a quick nose blow like half a mile into my run, and I saw blood come out. And it was one of those things where if you hold your head just right, then you can, like, it's not going to, you know, come pouring out of your nose or anything. Um, Not to belabor the point, but I basically ran the entire half marathon where I was, like, holding it, and I wasn't confident, you know, that it was, like, fixed, basically, or going to resolve itself. And uh, it turns out my instincts were correct because when I got back to – the apartment and I was like okay you know it's kind of that that first blow in a while you're not sure how things are going to go and yeah it, it just kept coming so I was holding it for like two hours basically probably a little bit less than that but so that happened this morning um I man I just generally my we have a relatively small office five of us uh, one of my coworkers got fired like two three weeks ago now and that was just out of left field, and that means a lot of just kind of extra work for everyone, extra stress for everyone, Um, and so that was just, like, kind of shocking. I don't think I've ever in my professional career, like, just had someone I work with very closely be canned before. That, you know, that's very common, obviously, in a lot of other fields and industries. People deal with that all the time, but in higher ed, that's not usually a normal thing. You usually got to really, like, Screw something up or do something really awful to get fired, and I don't have any details, nor would I share them. But uh, that happened, and then last week, my one of my other, not in my <coughs> department specifically, but one of my other coworkers got murdered, which is just absolutely awful. Um, obviously, and so condolences and thoughts with uh, their family. So it's just been, it's been kind of rough, man. If I'm being completely honest with you. Trying to take things one day at a time, but May has been <clears throat> May has been a bad month. If we're being If we're being straightforward, I guess well, you know one saving grace today. Happy uh, graduation to DePaul Law Class of 2023. This was the the first class that I had a hand in was the class of that graduated last year in 2022. So this was this is the second one that I've had a hand in. Um, recruiting and shaping and that sort of thing so it's it's crazy now you know the the first ever students I recruited I've been lawyers for over a year now and we're just I think uh, in about it's like two weeks from today basically more or less give or take I think it's like June 6th or something is my work anniversary. four years coming up here at the College of Law which is pretty exciting so Got some good stuff coming up for you. I haven't really thought of how we're going to navigate that with the show, but in two weeks here, so the weekend after Memorial Day. Wow, next weekend's Memorial Day weekend already. That's nuts. Three-day weekend. I haven't even thought about that, but that's exciting. I will be in San Diego from Wednesday afternoon to Saturday night for a work conference. I've not been in San Diego for quite some time i got to go look at those Padres tickets. The Friday night Cubs are in town, so it should be good. The weekend after that, we have a wedding celebration for cousin of the podcast, Deji Ogunike. They've been married for a while, but they're just now getting around to sort of planning an actual get-together. So that should be pretty exciting. Let's get to our palindrome of the day here. Uh, As a reminder, last week was pop because we did our pop culture rundown last week. More on that in one second here. Today, there's no real theme. It's rotator, R-O-T-A-T-O-R. If you know anyone who's torn their rotator cuff, email us, podcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's podcast at yahoo.com for a new in-depth docu-podcast series we're doing on... The dark underbelly, dark underbelly of America's rotator cuff surgery industry. Okay, gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna use summer 2023 as a big expose opportunity. We're gonna get into the grime and the filth and the underground tunnels and all that stuff, and uh, we're gonna. Heads are probably going to roll. It will kind of be like the French Revolution, you know, with just a lot of the kind of bigwigs, the political bigwigs, the medical bigwigs, the, you know, Dr. Charles Nichols of the world. They're going to be going down. So be on the lookout for that. I had uh, one of those things where you wake up in the middle of the night the other night, It's a good time to wait. If you're going to wake up in the middle of the night, try to do it in the middle of the night, historically. Um, And I don't, this is not developed yet, and there's a 98% chance that it never will become developed, but it's kind of related to palindrome of the day. But I just had this idea pop through my head, and it's just two words, homophone madness. H-O-M-O-P-H-O-N-E space madness, M-A-D-N-E-S-S. Excuse me. And so I Googled homophone madness. No, I just Googled homophones. What happens if we Google homophone madness? I think it's born out of that. um, When we were talking about Matthew McConaughey a couple weeks ago, and the background music I found was called um, Bongo Madness, I think. I love just throwing madness after any sort of um, word. It really adds to the, you know, Beantown Madness that could be, you know, a crazy new fundraiser that we do or, you know, Lake Madness. That's when that's, that's probably could be a title for the short story. The dream I had like a couple months ago where there was this orca that lived in Lake Michigan and he was a total terror. He would take out those Wendella uh, architecture tour boats. Speaking of boats, Shout out to my uh, <clears throat> lovely, hot, and kind and caring GF, Rachel Ramos, who's more or less on a boat right now for a friend's birthday party. Pretty exciting. A pedal boat. So if you don't if you don't pedal, you get thrown overboard, which is pretty. Uh, you know, it's about time we raise the stakes. Speaking of stakes, the one hundred and forty eighth. Oh, if you're curious, Homophone Madness is the t- name of a quiz on Sporkle, so I'm going to save that for later. Uh, the 148th Preakness Stakes are today, um, and let's use this as a trivia, Let's because I actually didn't prepare, and um, let's just make this our, our Beantown Podcast trivia question of the day. We'll get to it right here. We're, we're going to be wrapping up rather shortly, actually. This is more of a check-in than a full episode, but and it's 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 really kind of three parts. But if you don't, if you can't get one already, then I don't really know how to help you. So I'm asking for, um, basically, this trivia question: the Triple Crown of horse racing. Um, I'll tell you the races: they're the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness Stakes, and the Belmont Stakes. And I want to know which state, not stake, but which state each one is located in. In the uh, case of the Kentucky Derby, you have to tell me the city, okay? So, <clears throat> again, we have the uh, the Triple Crown. We had the Kentucky Derby, what, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Preakness Stakes today at Pimlico Race Course, And the Belmont Stakes um, in, what, I think it's in three weeks here, uh, which are at... Um, What's the name of the race course? Um, okay, well, there's your question for you. So as we're looking up Belmont Stakes, I can't believe I forgot this. The uh, I thought it had a different name than Belmont Park, but anyways. So <clears throat> Kentucky Derby, of course, is located in Kentucky, and it's in the city of Louisville, kind of southwest of downtown there. It's a beautiful, a beautiful area. Got Starbucks outside of there one time. Had a great time. Uh, so today, Preakness is at Pimlico Course, And we've sure, certainly, uh, surely we've talked about it on the show a couple times before in the past because it's, Pimlico is located in Baltimore. I feel like that's one of those where no one really, no one who's not plugged in to horse racing. They hear Preakness, they think horse racing you don't really associate Baltimore with that. And I'll say this, that tracks, because when I lived in Baltimore, and I think we talked about this before, Preakness was, like, not a big thing. I, I always thought when I lived there that it would just be, like, this huge, when that weekend rolls around, like, oh, God, everyone I know is going there. Like, it's going to be a great time. I, I definitely wanted to go. I had two chances to go when I lived there. But it was, I none of my friends even ever, like, knew it was going on. Um None of the people I sort of ran with, if you will. So just kind of crazy. It's only, I'm looking at the map right now, it's about a mile to two miles northwest of my office. Um, the it, big issue, there's no good public transportation that went there. So like everything in Baltimore, you have to have a car to get there. But yeah, it's just this, this the the second jewel of the three-headed triple crown at Pimlico in northwest Baltimore Never got the chance to go. Never even saw it, which is a shame. And then, of course, you have the Belmont Stakes. This one, I feel like, might be just as hard as Pimlico if you're not really plugged in, like I am, sort of a horse expert. It is on Long Island, actually. It's uh, Belmont Park on Long Island, just outside of, like, Queens, I think. So, or maybe it's in Queens. I don't even know. But there you go. There's your, your Town Podcast trivia question of the week. Email us beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's Beantown Bean Podcast at Yahoo.com. Let us know how you did. If you're curious, the uh, according per CBS Sports See one hundred forty eighth running of the freakness stakes, Pimlico race course in Baltimore. There are seven three year old horses running. The purse, the grand prize, one point six five million. It is one and three sixteenth miles, and here are the seven horses. It's a, I mean, I think I think uh, Kentucky this year was like eighteen or nineteen, so it's a very small field. Uh, number one, National Treasure at four to one odds. Two, Chase the Chaos at fifty-eight odds. Number three, Kentucky Derby winner Mage at eight to five odds. So that's the, the the best odds here. Those are crazy good odds. Wow. Four, Coffee with Chris, all one word, twenty to one. Five Red Route One, ten to one odds. Six Perform, what a lame name. Fifteen to one. That horse got no shot. You can't win a horse race if you have a stupid name. And seven Blazing Sevens. Well, that's appropriate. At six to one odds. So, there you go. I'll go on the record here to make my pick. Um, I'm gonna take. Give me National Treasure at four to one odds. Second best odds in the Preakness Stakes today. All right, so there you go. It's a very informed opinion, obviously. The only other thing I wanted to mention here is, man, I was playing uh, I've been playing a little bit more PlayStation lately, courtesy of <coughs> Jose Ramos, father of beautiful lover, Rachie Ramos, and uh, I pretty much just bounced back and forth between NHL 11 and Grand Theft Auto 5. But I've been playing a lot of NHL recently. I had a really humiliating loss the other night to the Capitals at home as the Blackhawks. It was like five to zero. And ever since then, I said, I got to be more disciplined. I got to be smarter. I got to be more patient. And so last night, I, was, I played one game before I went out with some friends in the desert, play the Coyotes. I guess back then they were the uh, the Phoenix Coyotes. Now they're known as the Arizona Coyotes. Soon they'll be known as the We Don't Play in Arizona Coyotes. But I played last night. It was a heck of a game. Ended up being tied 4-4 four to four at the end of the regulation period. <coughs> I did go into the shootout, and I won, which I'm very proud of myself for because shootouts are not my forte. The crazy thing about this game is I... I won, or I scored two goals on one shorthanded stint, but it wasn't your 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 grandma's shorthanded stint. It was a three on five, and I just had two breakaways, one with Duncan Keith, one with Brent Seabrook, um, because they were playing way too aggressive. Their defenders were playing way too high, and uh, made them pay. It's the beauty of playing the Blackhawks. You get these defenders, <coughs> Keith and Seabrook, who are just absurdly good. And then I played again. I played two matches this morning, and I, I really took it up. My defense really clamped down. I played on the road against someone, can't remember, oh, the the Canucks, and I won 2-0. to zero. I think it limited them to like six or seven shots total. And then I hosted the Islanders from Long Island. I won 4-0, to zero, I think it was, 3-0. to zero. And I think they only had like three or four shots on goal the entire game entire game i was really proud of my defensive effort very patient stayed in my zone uh or not stayed in my zone but sort of every everyone had a role and they they fulfilled it well so really proud of them so who knows maybe we'll fire up another game after this year setting myself up for another five to zero smattering by the capitals or something maybe i'll go play the penguins they're always so good uh, last thing here, I, I was as I was playing hockey, I think that's why I mentioned it. I um, I had mentioned this to my family members a couple of days ago, but I had done it. All right, I talked for like 30 seconds about Andy Gibb before I realized that my garage man cut out. I did a deep dive into the life and music of Andy Gibb, youngest of the four Gibb brothers, who died tragically when he was like 30 in the late 80s, I think. And now <clears throat> two of his uh, brothers, Maurice and... Robin have also passed away so Barry the oldest one is the only one left. But I was uh, I just turned on the uh the Shadow Dancing I think is it it's called his kind of biggest song but that playlist on YouTube while I was playing hockey to really get me kind of you know zoned in and just uh, some of these some some of these to- songs excuse me that YouTube has given me on this playlist were just total bangers I got Shadow Dancing got Jive Talking by the BG's I want Billy Joel, just the way you are live. Toto Rosanna Live. Modern Love by Bowie. Bee Gees Night Fever. Prince I Wanna Be Your Lover. Rubber Band Man. Bee Gee's More Than a Woman. New Kid in Town by the Eagles. Harry Styles covers Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer. Carefree Highway by Gordon Lightfoot. Rest in peace. James Taylor, Mexico, Live. Bee Gees, You Should Be Dancing. Elton John, someone saved my life tonight. Cool in the gang. Get down on it. When in Rome, the promise. Napoleon Dynamite fans will know that one. Uh, BG staying alive, um, some Eagles hits, some more uh, BGs. The one I paused on before we started recording today, Steve Winwood, Valerie. If you don't know the music video for Valerie, it is—it's uh, everything you could ever want in a Steve Winwood music video from the eighties. It's just like him by himself in front of blackness, basically. And there's a fan going, so his hair is real big. He's periodically at the, the keyboard playing. Um where I have it paused right now on YouTube, it's like there's some waves in the background that are sort of being mixed in image wise. Uh and so it's kind of like half piano, half waves. It's just uh and he looks glorious. His hair is huge, it's bouncy, looks great. Can't can't fault the man for looking great. So on that note, let's briefly say thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Home Pride Oregon. When you need your home inspected in Central Oregon, you need someone safe, certified, someone you can trust. So call the experts at uh, Home Pride Oregon, Steve, 541 410 or go to HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon inspection perfection, longtime uh, supporter of this program that is, is not official. But, you know, it's kind of nice. Also, our good friends over at Samson, they've got this crisp, clear audio quality. It comes only from the Samson Q2U series and other lines of products at Samson. From Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the entire Pentateuch, and beyond, when God speaks, he uses Samson. And, of course, our good friends at Cuts by Q, when you need a fresh juice something snappier and you call the experts at Cuts by Q, Thank you for bearing with us. I know that was a 10-day long-awaited anticipation. You probably got to it and you're like, we waited 10 days for a new episode for this. And I'm here to tell you that. that That's what I got. Just, you know, kind of beat up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. Um, let's just leave it at that. No, I am not beat up sexually. It's just been a tough, tough run, you know. So with that uh, on that note, my name is Quin David Furness. Thank you all t- for listening to my show. Thank you for supporting my show. Uh, hope everyone has a great week. Three day weekend next next weekend, baby. Let's get some uh, uh, whatever you're drinking. Apex Predator Surly. Uh, my friend, unprompted, uh, Tom bought a twelve pack uh, combo value uh, diversity pack of <laughs> diversity pack. Of uh, Deschutes beer, and I told them all about Deschutes uh, brewing in Bend, Oregon. Good stuff. So, whatever your libation is, hope you're getting some good weather, and uh, that's all I got for you. Got to go finish my lemon water here. My name is Quinn David Furness. Uh, again, our pick for the Preakness steaks, I can't even remember. Um, national treasure, I think, is what I said. Nick Cage, baby. Let's get that outro music going. I got nothing else for you. Everyone, stay safe, stay sane. I'll check in on you next time. Bye.